0: Welcome to the One Heart Podcast from Concordia University, St. Paul, where we share the stories at the heart of our CSP community. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to the One Heart Podcast from Concordia University, St. Paul. I'm your host, Billy Schultz. Today's guest is Paul von Kampen. Paul serves as the director of choral activities and the director of church and school relations through the fine arts. He shares about these roles that are new to him as well as to our university and shares with us about the upcoming Christmas concert a Concordia St. Paul Christmas, which will be held December 8th through 10th in the Buteau Auditorium. You can order your free tickets to that concert now by visiting www.csp.edu slash tickets. We'll put a link in the show notes and hope that you can join us for this festive celebration of Christ's birth. With that, I am pleased to welcome Paul von Kampen. Thanks for joining me today, Paul.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me.
0: How about we get to know you a little bit first and... uh who you are, how you got, uh, how you discovered your calling uh, in in music, and then how you pursued that calling.
1: Absolutely. So I was uh, basically raised at this point uh, in Seward, Nebraska, when my dad took the job to be the director of choirs uh, at Concordia there. Um, And I spent most of my adolescence thinking I would never do this job uh, in the same capacity that I saw him doing it. Uh, And now it's happened to uh, work out exactly the opposite of my uh, teenage thoughts. Uh, So big surprise there. And uh, so I went to Concordia Seward uh, and studied music education. And then I was fortunate enough to work in uh, high school for about nine years teaching high school music. And my first call was to Korean Lutheran High School in Irvine. And then I took a call to Lutheran High Northwest in Rochester Hills, Michigan. Um, so developed a love for the job and for music and for teaching Um, and then uh, at at some point it became pretty clear teaching high school that I I wanted to keep pursuing what I was doing at a higher level and uh, got my master's and then was fortunate enough to uh, be able to start my doctorate which is we're in the final year here the home stretch of finishing a, a DMA in choral conducting and Uh, Just super blessed to be able to teach that long uh, at the high school level Uh, connecting with students. uh, The most important thing that we we do in the arts, especially choir, is is taking uh, a group of young people, whether it's high school students or now college students, and um, achieving something with them that is is just simply not possible on their own, and oftentimes Mm -hmm. going above and beyond their own expectations of what they can do. Um, and it's not better than anything else, but it is unique in, in what we strive to do and, and how hard we work throughout the year. Uh, and then the end results are usually um, encouraging and addicting in the best kind of way.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so what drew you to this, this role that you're in at CSP now?
1: Yeah, so um, the role I'm in at CSP is uh, as the director of choirs and then also um, church and school engagement through the fine arts. Um, it, it was really a synthesis of everything that I loved and learned when I was teaching high school and working with that age of student, um, seeing them go from, you know, incoming freshmen with uh, no clue, you know, what they want to do. Most of them, some of them had very, very well formulated ideas, but taking them from brand new to high school, their whole world changing to sending them out the door as seniors, um, in most cases, ready to go and ready to go to the next step, um, th- helping them work through those those big questions where they're starting to realize that um, more so than high school, these decisions are going to impact the rest of their life, at least the very next important four or five years. Um, And then to now be on the other side of that and to receive the students after they've um, done sort of those four years of work, um, it's a very exhilarating thing to be a part of uh, as an educator and as someone that now wants to go out and recruit those kind of students from the high schools where I was teaching and, and loved teaching, um, it, it's really a perfect blending of all all my experiences, both professionally, but also within the LCMS and the Lutheran Church, mm-hmm. and how our schools work and how our concordias function. Um, I feel like I have a pretty good idea, having done it, of what that type of student is and uh, what they could also do for us here at CSP.
0: Well, that's fantastic. So uh, you talk about uh, you touched on a little bit of the the different areas that you kind of uh, have work in. Uh, in both the leading the choirs at CSP, but also that church and school engagement. Um, how does that role structured? What does it look like on a regular basis? As you uh, have have been in this role now for for a few months, and, and and how you see that work unfolding?
1: Yeah, well, I like it because it's it's different day to day, and sometimes hour to hour. You don't really know what's uh, what's going to happen apart from your uh, scheduled meetings so we've got um my rehearsal with the choir is is obviously one of the main things and um but most of what i do with the church and school engagement flows through uh, what i'm able to do here in the music department as well mm-hmm. so um, at this point early on in the game um, this year going out to high schools working with choirs doing clinics clinics um, just meeting with them meeting with the different directors uh, and then expanding out to um, all the music uh, people that work at the local high schools and Uh, So lots of travel, lots of talking back and forth, seeing what they need, seeing what is um, going well for them and where we could possibly connect. And um, what you find out, which is probably not a surprise to most people, but what you end up finding out is that, um, especially here in the the Twin Cities and Minnesota area, um, we have a lot of inroads here that have been made and and even more opportunities to make additional inroads with a lot of these uh, high schools and their um, grade schools and their churches that are all potential, if not directly feeding us students, um, certainly places that we are and will continue to connect with in the future years. Um, and there's a lot of crossover between what music can do with our ensembles and what they are trying to do. And and we can end up mutually lifting each other up. So it's a lot of that back and forth. It's a lot of meeting people right now because I'm brand new to Minnesota. I've, I've been here once or twice, I think mostly probably at the airport sitting on a plane connecting <laughs> somewhere else. Uh, but to now live here and to be in a place that is um, sort of brand new to me, there's a lot of on-the-ground work that um, I need to do to to get caught up and learn who's who and what's what and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, that's a wonderful amount of relational work, both uh, for you personally as well as then for the university to uh, continue strong rela- relationships that exist as well as build those new ones and and. Um, yeah, exciting opportunities ahead. Uh, what, as, you, as you think about how this uh, how your work will continue over the years at CSP, um, what's your vision for for the both both the growth and the development of, of choirs um, and also uh, that that deeper and deeper relationship with with churches and schools.
1: It's a really good question. Um, when I was hired, uh, I did some some research and wanted to know more about um, what music has looked like at the university in the past, what it was from the very beginning, and um, it should be no surprise to, to anyone that's familiar with our Concordia University system that music has been Uh, an integral part of the university from day one uh, where the 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 founders of this place knew from the start that music was something that was important to uh yes you know your overall well-being but also to education and that it has value um, because it is valuable it's intrinsically valuable so um in, in doing that research you know every every student had to take a singing class up until i think almost 1940 uh, here at CSB and the first choir um didn't really start until about 1927 which was the Concordia Glee Club uh, and it was a men's chorus. Um and you might say oh you know we started in 1893 why did it take so long? It's like well everybody was singing every single day they had no choice. <laughs> and so in addition to that, you know, that we also had a bunch of lessons and other stuff and and you know from From 1927, that Glee Club, uh, you know, up until uh, literally today, you can you can trace a line through these ensembles and CSP has had music happening in a vital and important way to the campus um, ever since and that's 90 plus some years now where that's been the case and so. Number one is is we need to make sure we're continuing and, and doing due diligence to the past and what's come before us, and that we are setting ourselves up for um, continued service to the Lord and continued service to the community here uh, in St. Paul and at CSP. Uh, and then beyond that, um, wherever I've been, I've always taken the um, taken the outlook of wherever we're at. Um, there's always growth and new things possible, and exciting stuff can be coming down, you know, up up on the horizon, right? So, uh, certain things right now at CSP that are are really exciting is is the the new people that have kind of come in with me joining with the people that have been here. Um, we have a really great group right now in this first year which first years are always tough and new no matter what your job is and the excitement here within the program is is really building um and i've felt nothing but um nothing but that since i've shown up so um those visions usually tend to align pretty well when you have a good history of music happening um and you can go back and you can see you know all the photos and our you know our current president was in choir when he was a Mm -hmm. student here you know the history of the history of this this university and music specifically choir is is long and storied and we have about as good of a good of a history as anyone. So building on that and then continuing to grow, um yeah, I mean I think sky's the limit. I think our ensembles can all stand to grow in number. I think if people are listening to this or have people that uh they know that should be thinking about this and coming to CSP, there is always room and if one choir gets too big, you know, we will start another one if the band gets too big we'll start another one. Like There is <laughs> there is always room to grow and, and keeping our eyes forward and w- what's really engaging about this specific job is where we are in the twin cities, and I mm-hmm. think there is um, So much work that can be done both on a spiritual level spreading the gospel and just opportunities on a musical level we are in a great part of the country for music and for the arts and for a community that appreciates both of those things. Um, and as a personal bias, we are in a great place for choral music and for singing. Mm -hmm. So, um, those things are, are most intriguing about, uh, CSP. When I think about, you know, why come here, why take this job, why do this? Um, it's the opportunities are, are almost endless.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's fantastic to come into a place that has such a rich legacy, um, rich history and, um, a great reputation too for for high quality, uh, especially in the choral space. Um, and, and then you get to build on that. Um and and I think too that there's a great tie-in um as we've talked before about um even even our work to uh, increase church work enrollment and how often there's overlap between uh students that are are interested in church work and then uh inevitably some sort of choir or instrumental or or, or both um, as being part of their interests and that's super cool too
1: right no that that's spot on and yeah we, we've talked about this earlier is that um, if you've been around the Concordias and if you've been in an ensemble whether it's choir or band or handbells um, it's not a surprise to those who have been in this. That there's there's a heavy overlap between church work students and who ends up doing stuff like the choir and the band. Now we will take anybody and everyone is invited, um, and and that is that is by no means a. Uh, a barrier to someone who is, uh, you know, a chemistry major or a football player. You know, we we want all of you. We want everyone. Yes, <laughs> but absolutely. You look at the you look at the choirs and the ensembles across the Concordias. There's a lot of church work students in it, and that was true when I was in it at Concordia Seward. Um, in the choir there, we had everybody, and mm-hmm. um, that's also the nature of of the ensemble, which is um, there's there's this false false idea. I think sometimes that choir or band, it's, it's, you know, for the students that maybe don't have something else like a sport or anything. And we're sitting here going, that could not be further from the truth. I mean, you go see a thriving choir and you've got every single kind of student you could imagine um, all all the way from top to bottom. And they're all important. And that's, what's so great about it is that we need them all. You know, it's the, if you make the choir, you're in it for a reason. And uh, if your seat is empty on a certain day, the choir is less on that day. Uh, and that message to everybody no matter what your number one thing is whether it's sports or podcasting or minecraft you know no matter what it is (laughs) you you have a place in these ensembles and you can be a a serious contributing member to them Um, and it it does nothing but enrich your life it's it's a really it's a really great thing to be a part of
0: yeah oh that's a fantastic pitch for it because uh yeah, I think a lot of people have in mind, like, even people who maybe don't consider themselves, uh, you know, quote, unquote, good enough to be part of a, a college ensemble, too. And I think there's oftentimes barriers that that people set up in front of themselves to say, oh, I can't do that. That's not for me. Um, and I love your approach of saying, like, no, if if you want to do it, you should do it. You should pursue it and be, be become part of this. Because, um, yes. like you said before, every, uh, in my own experience, too, as a musician, that if you're coming together, uh, with different people, different backgrounds, but in that same common goal uh, of producing, uh, something musical, I think that it multiplies. There's, there's, there's power in that coming together and, and doing something more, uh, than, than what I could do as one person. So yeah, it's just such a beautiful vision of, of creativity and, uh, teamwork. Um, Arts, artsmanship, I guess that would be a good word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. Well, I was just, I was just having this conversation literally in the parking lot with our swimming coach and uh, she and I were talking about how, um, you know, a a lot of times people will self-select out of even trying for an ensemble, especially at the college level, because these ensembles, as you know, Billy, having been in one before, we are a sum of our parts and we are doing something that if you just hear the concert, I think it's very easy for someone who's on the fence to sit back and say, Oh, well, that's, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. It's like, Well, no, no, no. Like, remember, we are the rising tide lifts all boats. Like, that's what we're doing in rehearsal every day. And if you heard not the final concert, but if you heard maybe every individual voice, you know, do their audition, you'd probably come away and think, Oh, I think I could do that. Yeah. Uh, because because it is something where um and what I've been saying lately is, you know, let let us decide. Let me decide. You know, come, <laughs> come and sing, come and play your trumpet, you know, come and talk to us, let us decide, you know, whether or not it's right for you. And and man, nine point nine times out of ten, it's it's the right thing to come and, and join and try up. Um uh, join up and try the mm-hmm. ensemble. So yep, you're you're spot on with that too.
0: Yeah. So we are getting close to the end of the semester. Um and, and with that comes uh, what used to be called our, our Christmas concert, uh, and this year is taking on a new a new title, a new theme, a uh, new vision, um, a Concordia St. Paul Christmas. Um, can you describe uh, this new iteration of the program, uh, how, how it's going to look this year, and then um, how you see it looking maybe uh, and, and growing, changing in, in future years as well?
1: I am. Yeah, I'm really excited about uh, the upcoming Christmas concert and what we what we have planned and how things are starting to come together. Uh, if you have seen Christmas concerts in the past and and been here at CSP for what we've done, um, you're not going to be shocked by what happens. It's not, uh, you know, it's not a wholesale change. Um, it's going to be very similar, but we are doing some things differently and, and incorporating some new elements, one of which is uh, the band and choir are joining forces for the Christmas concert which in the past usually it's been different groups of ensembles doing the christmas concert and then also we have a vespers service and mm-hmm. um the groups usually played at either one or one or two of those and, and not together and so this year while we're still doing the christmas concert weekend and we're still doing the vespers service um the band and choir are, are specifically joining joining forces to put on um what we're calling a festival service um mm-hmm. and, and usually you hear that language like with um You know, big hymn festivals in the church or uh, a festival service of lessons and carols like the one uh, in England that happens every year. And it's basically to say uh, our goal for this um, for this concert is going to be a worship service in spirit. And a mm-hmm. concert, and a um, a thrilling concert in performance. So it's kind of trying to to play both of those things at the same time. And so we have the band, we have both choirs performing. Um, we're going to have a small chamber uh, choir that's going to sing a song for us as well in there, sing an anthem. We have the handbell choir, and then we have um, congregational hymns, which everyone is going to be um, invited to sing on. And we have brass and timpani and uh, all good kinds of percussion on those hymns uh, and then we also have uh, scripture readings and meditations which uh, even just yesterday just confirmed that uh, pastor Gunderman and Anna Gruen are going to be our readers for those scripture readings this year which is very cool good so um, we're, the, the goal is to kind of make this a service by CSP for CSP mm-hmm. and um, th- this is something where again in the history books This is the way they used to talk about um, a service that happened a long time ago at CSP, which was the Vespers service, and it was kind of that thing that you don't miss, and everybody You've got it on your calendar from you know the middle of July until you actually secure your tickets. You're you know you're gonna do this because you couldn't imagine not coming to this event. Um, and and that's sort of the idea behind it. So overall, um, it will look and sound very similar to what people have have come to and witnessed in the past. But um, there's also some some new directions happening with um, how it's conceived and how it how it ends up um, being performed and delivered to the people. And most importantly with the people. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am I am obviously a huge proponent of singing, and I'm a huge proponent of uh not always making your audience just sit there for 70 minutes. Uh, we want you doing something, we want you participating. And um, for my money, there is there is no better time to do this than than Christmas. I mean, we have such a platform with this um with this event in the church year where we get to celebrate it unashamed i mean we mm-hmm. <laughs> we get and we get to go all the way we, we we aren't um you know we aren't doing religious songs and just sort of you know uh, avoiding explanations so we don't get in trouble you know we, we are a school that that boldly proclaims the gospel and um at christmas we have a very unique opportunity to do it um in a way that is meditative and inspiring and transformative and so hopefully this concert um gets us there on this journey um, in the second week of second weekend of December. So uh, in the future, you also asked about what it looks like in the future. I don't know. It, it, again, it's back to the mindset of um, things are the way they are until they're not, and then they're <laughs> different. And, and, and so if you take that approach uh, and look around where we are in the community, um, I, I think there's all kinds of opportunities for growth around the idea of one big festival service That represents our university well and gets us into our community. And you know, just as well as I do, the opportunities around here as far as, um, you know, performance venues, but also just people that would want to come and watch, you know, I hope we have a good problem in the future, which is too many people want to come to this thing. You know what do we do? Where do we go? Where do we hold it? You know, and many other schools around us in Minnesota have also run into that glorious problem, and you know, start hosting Christmas concerts in the gymnasium to fit more people. And you know, that that would be that would be where we're looking in the future is mm-hmm. how much of a how much of an impact can this kind of concert have, and and where can we grow uh, based on the needs that are are presented to us? That would be that would be very good
0: well that's uh, such a wonderful opportunity to to worship and uh celebrate Christ's birth with uh with the CSP community uh so December 8 9 and 10 yeah uh, tickets are available online and i'll drop the link in the show notes uh for anybody who uh, wants to go to one of those uh festive services and um and celebrate with our community
1: yes yes and it's um so the friday the friday show is 7:30 and then saturday and sunday are both in the afternoon um, Saturday at 4 30, and then Sunday at 3. Um, and so tickets, also, I think it's important to note are free. That's also. Yes, one
0: yes. Big change this year. So
1: you still have to go and reserve your tickets on the website. You have to go reserve your seat so we know how many people are coming. Um, and who is coming but uh, yeah tickets are free we'll take an offering in the middle of the concert which is great but uh, we also wanted to just further open this up to our community and, and spread the message that this is this is the one thing a year where uh, we are truly doing this for um, much more than just our own education in the music department or you know to fulfill obligations as a class this is this is a gift to to everyone so that's that's the thinking behind it
0: yeah absolutely uh exciting opportunity uh, for folks to take advantage of uh so before we wrap up today one final question uh you've been at csp now for a few months are, are is there one thing or are there uh, a handful of things that you love the most about being part of the csp community man yeah i
1: mean this is I, when I was teaching out in California, um, had a lot of interaction with Concordia Irvine. And when we were teaching and working in Seward, obviously it was on campus at Seward quite a bit. Um, when we lived in Michigan, my wife also taught at Concordia Ann Arbor. So <laughs> yeah, my wife, she's trying to, she's trying to tick off every, every one. I think she's pretty close. She's only one or two away at this point. But, um, we, we would often remark to each other, uh, my wife and I, uh, in all our travels that when you go on campus at a Concordia, Um, There is just sort of a feeling that comes over you where you feel like, oh, okay, I understand this place. Mm -hmm. Uh, And CSB has been no different. I mean, having never been up here or visited before um, from the first time on campus, and it has nothing to do with the physical space or the buildings, it has everything to do with the people and how you are treated and the the common mission of walking together Mm -hmm. as a university system, um, where from day one it sounds like a complete cop-out answer to this, but it felt like home from the mm-hmm. moment from the moment we were here. Um, because everyone is on board with the mission of the university and with spreading the gospel and um, not being ashamed of it that is that is such a welcoming feeling that that reaches out and makes everything else feel like home as well so uh you know from moving here in the middle of the summer to actually getting started on the job and now um you know getting very close to actual concerts everything from our, our church and school where we go and where our two two boys go it has just felt like uh a pretty seamless transition into something that is quite familiar. Um, apart from that, it's it's really nice to to be in a city again, <laughs> to be in a <laughs> metropolitan area with uh, you know, restaurants and and things to do. And while there hasn't been a ton of time to check all that stuff out yet, um, as we as we catch up throughout this first year and, and going into next year, year two, um, we have just heard nothing but incredible things about this area and the people. I will say, um, from my first visit up here when I flew up to sort of interview, um, you know, even the TSA agents at the airport were some of the nicest people I have <laughs> ever come across. They were making jokes. <laughs> it was, that was just wonderful. So that, uh, that reputation has, has preceded uh, these very wonderful Minnesotans and um, yeah, from the university to, to the community that we're in here, it's been, it's been wonderful.
0: Well, that's super. I'm so glad uh, that you're part of our team here at CSP. Uh, that your family is up here and enjoying uh, the all the great things of Minnesota. Um, yeah, I mean, just wish you God's blessings on on uh, your your continued service in this role and the upcoming uh, Concordia St. Paul Christmas. That everything would just be uh, absolutely smooth and, and a blessing to all who uh, participate and attend.
1: Yeah, thanks, Billy. This has been great.
0: Thank you for listening to the One Heart Podcast. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and consider sharing with a friend. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the One Heart Podcast are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Concordia University St. Paul. The material information presented herein is for general information purposes only. The Concordia University St. Paul name All forms and abbreviations are property of Concordia University St. Paul, and using them does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service.